0: Now welcome back for the second part of this episode on doctrines. Now, we spent a lot of time on the word. We gave you a lot of scriptures to help you uh, to to help you and us to, to define and describe uh what a doctrine is and what we should do with doctrine, uh, how how we should look at doctrine. It's not a difficult word. And uh, and it's not uh, it's not an indoctrination. It's 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 a doctrine. It's teaching.
1: But it is extremely important to understand.
0: And it really is important to understand. And that's why we are going to uh, we are going to uh, do our future podcasts. We'll start with the next one. And we may even start the first one at the end of this episode. uh, If if I can stop being a blowhard. And, you know, so.
1: Are you bloviating?
0: <laughs> a little bit. Now, I have a book sitting in front of me, and it's a book written by a great, great Bible teacher. I don't think he's alive anymore, but he left behind a series of booklets uh, where the first word was all. And this book that I've got in front of me it, it is entitled All the Doctrines of the Bible. Herbert Lockyer. Herbert Lockyer, and he was a uh, uh, he was a great uh, Bible student and a, and a really good writer. So I I looked at this table of contests. Now I've read this book before, uh, and I've got a lot of things underlined in it, and uh, from previous teachings that I've used. And
1: would you recommend that book to listeners?
0: I would recommend this book to listeners. Uh, I don't even know if it's still in print, but. Uh, but, he used books but the, on Amazon as yes, well. Anyway, this I book uh is uh, you. You can probably just get it by on Amazon by the title "All the Doctrines of the Bible," and or you can uh, under Herbert Lockyer under the uh, and, and I don't know who the spell the publisher is what, would spell be. Is uh, yeah, uh, Z- uh, Zondervan. Oh, okay. The original was publisher was Sonderman, So there you are. So, so I'm looking at the table of contents in this book, and I'm counting the number of doctrines that, that he dealt with. And there are, are you ready for this? 30. 30 doctrines that he wrote about. Now, we're not going to do 30 episodes folks. So don't get scared. We could. We could. But then I would probably, some of us would already be, you know, have passed away of old age <laughs> by the time. But anyway, so we're sending a little humor along and it's very little. We understand that. So but there are 30 doctrines uh, that that Locke wrote about. And there are more that I can think of. But we're going to do 10. And we're and here's how we're going to do them. And here are the doctrines. Now, they all end. These these words are all, you know, kind of fancy words, but uh, uh, we're going to make them simple uh, simply because we're simple. And here are the 10 major doctrines. And I think this is the order in which we will teach them.
1: Folks, write these down.
0: Write them down. Or if you if we do go too fast for you to write them all down, uh, this is going to be recorded. You yeah, can replay we'll this. play
1: it back and, and get the order. But this is the order in which we will teach them.
0: And we're going to have fun teaching them. And we hope that you enjoy the teaching and are enlightened and educated and edified and all of that stuff.
1: Oh, you forgot the other E. What's that? <laughs> Excited.
0: Excited.
1: Because this is exciting stuff. Listen. We're getting ready to teach the fundamentals of the faith.
0: By the way, the psalmist said, and I think it's Psalm chapter eleven:
1: "If the foundations be destroyed, what,
0: what can, can the righteous
1: do? do?" So we're we're getting ready to to uh, instruct on the very foundations of the faith.
0: That's exactly this is why it
1: is. it's so critically important. Absolutely.
0: All right. So here's the first one we're going to talk about. And they, these all be, end with ology. Whenever a word ends with ology, it means study of. Mm-hmm. That's literally what it means. And so and so, um, the first one we're going to deal with, and we'll start this, maybe this episode, but uh, if not, the next one, we'll, we will do it, and uh, should God give us that time. And so the first one is called soteriology. S O
1: S O T E R I O
0: L O G Y, Soteriology And that is the doctrine of salvation. salvation Or the study of salvation Now there are a lot of other doctrines That impinge directly upon this major doctrine Doctrines like redemption mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: Doctrines like uh, about justification sanctification Sanctification, all of those things uh, are directly related to salvation to soteriology the study of salvation the next one we will do will be um, as i'm referring to my notes theology Mm, the study of the study of god the father how many of you know anything about god the father tell me three things that you know uh, I, well, let me tell you the first one. He's invisible. i he I tell, tell you the second one. He's, in, he's eternal. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can tell you the next one. Uh, he's a spirit. Mm-hmm. Must be worshiped in spirit and truth. Uh, so we'll, we'll go along with those things in theology. The third one is called Christology. And that's the study of the Lord Jesus Christ, who was the son of God the Father. He was a real man. Uh,
1: Still is, by the way.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, because he ascended in a real body.
1: Yes, he did.
0: And he's coming back.
1: And he sits at the right hand of his father as a man.
0: Ray resurrected.
1: A resurrected and perfect man.
0: And so we'll deal with the resurrection, redemption, atonement, adoption. All of these things uh, are, uh, are subjective to salvation. So that's uh, salvation, uh, theology, Christology. And number four will be, you ready for this? This word begins with a P, which is not pronounced. It's pneumatology.
1: (laughs) P-N-E-U-M-A-T-O-L-O-G-Y.
0: And that's the doctrine of the?
1: Holy Spirit.
0: The Holy Spirit. Pneuma. Pneuma. Breath. That's right. That's how God... Dictated his word to men through his breath. That's what inspiration means, the breath of God. And and the breath of God was the Holy Spirit. So that'll be the fourth one. The fifth one, uh, let me see in my notes. Did I have a number five? Yeah, the fifth one will be ecclesiology.
1: Mm -hmm. E-C-C-L-E-S-I-O-L-O-G-Y.
0: That is the doctrine of the church. The body, the bride of the Lord Jesus Christ. Before the Lord Jesus Christ, there was no church. The church was founded at Pentecost, which was 50 days after the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. In
1: Acts chapter 2.
0: Yeah, Acts chapter 2, that's correct. The sixth one will be Bibliology.
1: B-I-B-L-I-O, Biblio. LOGY
0: bibliology
1: bibliology
0: that's about the bible how did we get our word how we, and and uh, how do, do we rightly divide the word how do we study the word how do we revere the word uh, what the word is all about so that's bibliology number 7 will be eschatology
1: e s c h a t o l o g y eschatology
0: eschatology eschatos means last and so eschatology would uh, mean the study of last things now we went through the book of revelation and quite a bit of that would be under this eschatology but there's a lot of things about the last things that we didn't say uh, when we studied the book of revelation and by the way with regard to doctrine we did, we did read uh, rather lengthy passages that talked about what's going to happen in the last days. And we are in the last days. And so eschatology will be a... Uh, by the way, does anybody know what the next prophetic event is in God's calendar? The rapture. The rapture of the church. Make no mistake about it nothing else is is going to in prophecy is going to happen until
1: there the, are no other prophetic signs prior, now and, prior to the rapture
0: and who gets raptured the church wow that's right so eschatology is a study of last things and then number eight and i and i won't take any glory in this one this one is going to hoe down my row i mean this is the one that's that's going to pick my scab. I, I got to tell you for sure. Pardon the colloquialisms, but that's pretty gross, it's yeah. going to be tough. It's going to be tough for me to teach because yeah. I'm a sinner saved by grace. Mm-hmm. And the name of this doctrine is, do you know what it is, Curtis?
1: Hamartiology.
0: M-R-theology.
1: Hamartiology. H-A-M-A-R-T-I-O-L-O-G-Y. And, Hamartiology.
0: And that my dear friends, is the doctrine of sin. And then that's, did I say what number that was? It's number eight. Number nine, it will be angelology. Now, that's the doctrine of angels. Did you know, for instance, that angels were created beings? They were not eternal beings? Did did you know that that, uh, that uh, Satan was created as an angel, as a perfect angel. Uh, We'll talk about that a little bit in Hamartiology, also. I don't know how to spell that one. But angelology is A N G E L O L O G Y. You kidding? Yeah. Okay. And angelology. So what that's going to be? We're (laughs) we're going to be. We've touched on it uh, Mm. when we read in from First and Second Timothy. Uh, uh doctrines of demons mm-hmm. uh some people might even uh call this demonology but well but not all angels were demons and so we'll
1: Galatians have... chapter 4 refers to it also what does it it does galatians chapter four
0: yeah okay uh, while you're getting to it i'll be talking about number 10 okay. galatians uh cha- or
1: no no it's galatians chapter one um Paul says uh, in his letter to the Galatians, I marvel uh, that you are so soon removed from him that called you into the grace of Christ unto another gospel, which is not another, but there be some that trouble you and would pervert the gospel of Christ. But though we or an angel from heaven
0: oh, preach
1: any other gospel unto you than that which we have preached unto you, let him be accursed.
0: By the way, that angel from heaven is Lucifer.
1: Mm-hmm. He
0: was the devil.
1: That's right.
0: He was the one where sin began. That's right. Yeah. Our theology began in hey, heaven. Hey,
1: by the way, let me, can I ask a quick question about You may it? ask that question. Uh, what was the name of the angel that, uh, that talked to Joe Smith? <laughs>
0: <laughs> there was... No such angel that talked to Joe oh, Smith,
1: but but he says there was.
0: It sure did Moroni. I Moroni, yeah. you just yeah. take the eye off. Yeah, see, and these are the things we're going to uncover, uh, and uh, and without malice, just because yeah. you know they're true things. Yeah. Okay, so angelology will be uh, the ninth one, and in that, underneath that, we'll we'll study demonology. Mm-hmm. All right, mm-hmm. and then. Uh, the last one, the number ten, will be epistemology.
1: E P I S T E M O
0: L O G Y. Epistemology. Boy, that's a long word. I think I pulled the muscle in my tongue saying that. I think that. the only
1: time I've heard it was in a doctor's office. <laughs> no, no, no. That, 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 <laughs> <not funny. laughs>
0: epistemology, uh, for for our listeners, is is the study of the interpretation of the scriptures. Now, I'd like to do this one first, but unless you're saved, you won't understand all these others. And unless you're in tune with sound doctrine, you won't understand uh, many of these others. You won't understand the church age. Um, And you must understand those things. So um, we'll do this epistemology uh, as the, uh, the last thing on the list And uh, then, and that will uh, be entitled, rightly dividing the word of truth because that's what we need to do. Uh, For instance, when when we uh, see a church and see their statement of faith, and we wanna see how they interpret the word of God, uh, we, uh, Curtis, my wife and I, all believe in four things. We have to interpret it literally, historically,
1: uh-huh.
0: grammatically, uh-huh. and dispensationally. Uh-huh. I know, there are a lot of teachers that think dispensations are a bunch of hooey, but my Bible seems to indicate and say that there are seven different ages of the church.
1: It doesn't seem I mean, to. I'm it not plainly see. says that.
0: Seven different ages of God's working on the earth. So we will, we, we will go yeah. through those things. And so we want you to be uh, turned on to these things and be ready to get them. Now, let's let's begin our study on soteriology. And uh, we won't even be able to get into it very far. Um, John 3.16.
1: Yeah, good start.
0: Let's go to John 3.16. That was the very first verse that I, as a Sunday school kid. Me too. Had to memorize, yeah.
1: i still got it. It <laughs> says.
0: I, and, and I know it was the first one he did because I was his dad.
1: Yep. <laughs> and it says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, so that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. You see that on signs at ball games yep. in the crowd. Yeah, that's
0: right. Yep. <laughs> and then verse seventeen says, "For God sent not his, his Son into the world to condemn the world,
1: but that the world through Him might be saved. Mm-hmm.
0: He that believeth on Him is not condemned, but, but he that believeth, not. but he that believeth not is condemned already, because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God." Now let me tell you the key word, as apart from the name of Jesus Christ, in these verses, we read it several times, and the word is believe. Believe, and it's the most important, believe, I mean, important word, in the doctrine of soteriology, in the study of salvation. Absolutely. But John three sixteen talks about the inception of salvation. Why did Jesus come? Gave His only begotten Son.
1: Fully encapsulates the whole gospel message.
0: Yeah, it the does. Whole thing. The whole thing, and uh, uh, and 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 then we see the inclusion uh, of salvation. And by the way, we're just going to do these two things from John three sixteen to give you a teaser, and then we'll get to the rest of the scriptures regarding salvation. But in John three sixteen, we see this. Uh, he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in Him should not perish. Now I'm I might die, and I might not. If the rapture of the church comes before I die, I'll, I'll be changed in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye. Mm-hmm. Right. But if not, I'll die, and my soul and spirit will go be directly to heaven, mm-hmm. and then I'll get a new body at the rapture. But but perishing means everlasting death. Yes those who perish are not only those who die, but those who die completely and their soul and spirit immediately goes to hell upon their death into the place of torment. And we'll talk more about that in in our next lesson. And their name isn't written in the book of life. Oh, and that's right. The, not when, once they're in hell. Yeah, we, we, we the minute you're saved, God writes your name in the Lamb's book of life and at the end of it, when he opens uh, the Lamb's book of life and your name is not in it, uh, but there's a book of works which your name will be in and you'll be judged according to those and you'll be in hell forever. Uh, And I think hell's punishment is by degrees because uh, so are the works of believers. So John 3.16. Now, I want you to talk, I want want to deal with the inclusiveness of of God's love the inclusiveness of his salvation. He he gave his only begotten son that whosoever. Now, wait a minute. Who is whosoever?
1: Whosoever.
0: It's whosoever. Now, by the way, there is only one body of people in this world, and that's whosoever. That's it. And there's only one separation. Between the people in this world, there are people who are lost and people who are saved.
1: It doesn't matter your race. Your- it
0: doesn't matter. There is no racism in salvation. None. Curtis and I and my wife, share. we are not racists. No way. There is no such thing as sexism no. in salvation. No. Not one thing. No. Male female. There is no division of age except for children who have not reached the age of accountability yet.
1: The age of reason.
0: And the moment that their soul can understand this, they're on the lost side until they believe. Now, that's not very uh, happy thing for me to say, but that is the truth. But God wants everybody to be saved the book of second timothy said says god who will have all men to be saved god's will is that everybody should get saved that's why he sent jesus to die for everybody that's why there are whosoever's you know, living in the world right now and maybe you're one
1: those naysayers to christianity who say it's an exclusive religion it's a it's an exclusive belief system no It's not. It is all inclusive. Your decisions make the difference as to whether you're included or whether you're excluded. We don't.
0: And God has given everybody light concerning his salvation. In Titus chapter 2, verse 11, it says this, For the grace of God that bringeth salvation
1: appeared unto all men
0: how many curtis All. it has appeared unto all men romans chapter one verses 17 and following talks about these all men who who have not and will not and are not receiving jesus christ as their savior they had a chance because that which may be known of god is manifested them romans are, chapter are, one verse are, 18
1: are you listening 28 states
0: Are you listening? Are
1: you listening, Ukraine?
0: Are you listening?
1: Germany, Nova Scotia, Canada.
0: Do you have no excuse?
1: You're all included.
0: You're included? God
1: wants all of you to be saved.
0: The only thing that you have to do is choose by grace through faith. When the Jews went into the promised land, Joshua stopped them, and and he gave them a sermon. It was a short one, and it said this. He said, choose you this day whom you will serve. As for me and my, uh, and, and my house, we will serve the Lord. We're going to choose God. And folks, in order to be saved, you have to choose God and his son, whom he gave for you. And by giving him, he sent him to the cross to die in your place for your sins, that's the doctrine of substitution. He, he became sin for us that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. He bore our sins in his own body on the tree. Those are all scriptures that are in the New Testament.
1: By his stripes we are healed. Isn't he that became a mean sin? And here's what in
0: happened. Here's what happened. He, yeah, he became sin became sin for us. He bore our sins. He bled for our sins. Mm -hmm. Uh, And by the way, uh, it wasn't just a a, a little whipping he got. Uh, We're going to go into it in detail in in our next session. But I see we're running a a little bit short of time. So if you're not saved, uh, Ephesians 2, 8, 9 says, for by grace are you saved through faith that not of yourselves it's, it's and not by works not not of yourselves it's the gift of god not of works lest any man should boast it says in in the book of in, in it says in the book of romans that we excuse me acts chapter 16 verse 31 the Philippian jailer asked Paul and Silas, sirs, what must I do to be saved? Well, uh, you got to be baptized. you got to join the First Baptist Church of, <laughs> of you know, Axolotl, uh, Illinois. or so, No, 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 no. It's believe. Right now, when you have the word ringing in your ears and in your heart, will you this day believe in the Lord Jesus Christ? Believe the gospel, how that Christ died for our sins, was buried, and rose again the third day. That's the gospel. Believe that, and you are saved. Now, we're going to close this episode by saying we're going to continue this study uh, at the beginning of our next episode, and we're going to tell you how not to be saved.
1: Oh, yeah. Man. Man.
0: And that's a good study. It's a hard one, but uh, we have to teach it. So if you're not saved, do so today, please. Amen. Amen. Let's close in prayer. God, our Father, thank you so much for Jesus Christ, our Savior, for your love and mercy and grace. And thank you for the so great salvation which you've given for all of us. We pray that those who are within our voice today that have not done so would receive Jesus Christ. Simply by grace, through faith. Believe and be saved. And we'll thank you and give you the glory, our heavenly Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.
1: Wow! Thank you so much for that informative and uh, and critically important hour of study. And and uh, we we thank all of our listeners who are listening in right now. We, we, we are blessed to know that you are with us and listening and, and hopefully learning and being greatly blessed yourselves uh, uh, by what you're hearing. And, and uh, again, uh, I would like to reiterate, if you are not saved, if you are an unbeliever, that you pay heed to what the very word of God is saying to you. And believe in the Lord Jesus Christ for your salvation. It's really why we are doing this podcast, and uh, we pray that uh, that through the hearing of of the word, uh, that many will be saved. We don't exclude anybody. God died for the sins of all so that none should perish. Believe that and you will be saved. We're going to close this episode of the Christian Underground News Network by thanking you for being with us and, and also reminding you that we will have an upcoming episode in, what, four days? And on Saturday, Saturday morning when we will continue our study of uh, the most important major Christian doctrine, doctrine, which is soteriology. Please be with us uh, as we continue this. Um, uh, I think that you'll be edified and strengthened and, uh, and very, very blessed by, by tuning in and listening. And we thank you for being with us today. We close for now by saying may God bless you and keep you. And uh, we will see you Saturday, and we look forward to it. God bless you.